Good to see you. How's everybody doing, doing this morning? Well, yeah, yeah you, you got, got me way too loud, loud. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. It's, it's really it's so great, great to see so many different uh, countries. Where we are in Indonesia, we have the same thing. I think we have every continent represented in our in our community. We really love that. It's so much fun. And I really encourage you, uh, go to someone who's not in your country and try to understand their values because their values are a little different than yours. And you can learn to appreciate different values from different countries. Uh, I've, I've been, been to Tanzania. Tanzania. I was in, in the Ngorogoro crater. I watched, like, like, you know, what, the eight lions take down, you know, two water buffaloes. Man, that was awesome. Anyways, Anyways um, that was a lot of fun. And you know what? I, you know, the reason why I went to uh, Tanzania was my daughter at that time was around 14 years old, and she was a spoiled brat. And uh, so I said, you know what? I need to take her to another country to see how good she, so she can see how good she has it. And, and I took her down, down to there. there. I, we, 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 had, we supported a ministry down there. And I uh, took her down. And then, actually, when she was 14, that summer, she flew down to uh, Tanzania with a, another girl who was 14. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, but, and then they stayed there for five weeks and they ministered with the ministry. I, I really want to encourage you to send your kids on a mission trip. I actually think that all high schools should actually do that. But that's, that's a whole other issue. It's, it's just so eye-opening for people. So don't worry. Send your kids somewhere. Just don't, don't go with them. them. Just let them go. No, no. Anyways. Uh, so <laughs> let me get started here. Okay. Uh, okay, that's what time it is. Because I just need to know what time it is. Not that I... You know what it means when a preacher looks at his watch? Absolutely nothing. Anyways... First, first, before, before I, I share in the word, word I, I, I want, want to first thank you. Uh, I, I have to thank you, Caroline. I have to thank you for being so faithful uh, to supporting us uh, for these many years. Uh, the story, actually, if you don't know, I actually called uh, Pastor Rick 15 years ago. It was actually the wrong, it was a wrong phone call. I actually called the wrong guy, and I was talking to him, and all of a sudden, I said, yeah, Rick, let's get together, and then we become friends, and, and, and you guys have been supporting us for all these years, and I really can't thank you enough. You are like the gas in the engine of what we do, and, and it's, I can't explain to you other than to say this, that it's so hard when you're over there if you have to concentrate about, uh, over here. So, so, like, when we're, we're in Indonesia, Indonesia because, because you guys, guys are faithful, we're able to just do and concentrate and focus on what we have to do because you focus on what you do. And, and so, so we can't thank you enough for that. that. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you a hand. Thank, thank you. Okay? And then uh, I, I want to also just kind of inform you as to what's been going on. For the last 13 years, we have, uh, we have been in Indonesia, and we have seen God move. We have seen hundreds of people uh, baptized from all different faiths. It's, it's so much fun. fun. I'm, I'm like, like a kid, kid in a candy store. store. I love it. I mean, I, I baptize them, them and they thank me. And, and, and I'm thanking them. them. I'm like, thank you that I get to be a, a part of this whole process and, and getting to see God move. We've seen all kinds of uh, miracles. We've seen uh, blind eyes open, deaf ears uh, hear, uh, lame people walk. I mean, we have just seen it all. Demons flee. We have seen demons flee. I don't know. Okay. We've seen... We've seen demons flee. You know, the island that we're on, we have, it's called the Island of the Gods. 
Uh, we are going to change that nickname to the Island of the God. That's our goal. Uh, and uh, we, we often, when people come, I usually don't say anything to them. And I ask them after a couple of days being there, how are you sleeping? And you would be surprised how many tell, tell us that they have nightmares. Because there's many... Uh, yeah, yeah, well, they, they dedicate, dedicate their, their kids to demons right at, at birth. And so, you know, we have a deliverance ministry. We're like the Ghostbusters. Yes, we even go into businesses. We get phone calls and they say, the workers won't show up because there's something they keep seeing, some spirits around. So we go in there and we, we pray them out. It's a lot of fun. You know, uh, I'll just say, you know, there's a song that comes on my mind every time I deal with this stuff. Like, we, were in, we were in Nonan, and Nonan is a place of black magic, and, and we got a chance to minister, and, and uh, so there's like 50 people, my friend's in the corner, he's got his hands up like this, and we, we finish uh, worshiping, I finish preaching, and then it's time to pray, and all of a sudden he yells out, Jesus is throne, and it means Jesus fall, and all of a sudden we got ladies puking in buckets and eyes rolling in the back of the head. It's all the stuff that you would imagine actually happening in front of us, you know. And, and, and there's a song that comes on my mind when that happens. It's from MC Hammer. I can't touch this. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Can I get an amen? So we've, we've done, done all kinds of things. We do uh, water projects. We do uh, healthcare ministries. We do uh, uh, teaching English. We do whatever it takes. We do all for one purpose and one purpose only to spread the light of Jesus throughout uh, Indonesia. Can I get it? And that's what we do. And it's been a privilege and an honor. Don't, don't you want someone to come up to you in heaven and thank you for introducing them to Jesus? Like, like, don't, don't you, you want, want someone to do that? that? What, what's, what's your name? name? I'm sorry, you have a name tag, but I don't have any glasses. Adam. Adam, Adam were you, you born, born like a long time ago, the first one? one? No, no, I'm just joking. joking. Anyway, anyway, Adam, don't, don't you want, want someone to walk, walk up to you, Adam, and go, Adam, hey, thanks for, thank the heaven is, wow, it's an amazing place. Thank you for introducing me to Jesus. Don't you want someone to do that? They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that at all. They're going to go, thank you, Adam, thank you so much. That's, That's what, what they're, they're going to do when you lead them to Jesus. Because, because when, when they, they see heaven, they are going to be so excited because they're going to be thrilled that they got eternal life. Don't you want someone to thank you? Then go and get busy. Get busy. You might not be going to Indonesia. You're in Tanzania or these other places. You know what? There's people that your pastor can never go to. He'll never see them because they're at your work. They're your school. They're your place. God has placed you there for a reason. And that reason is to make money. Wrong answer. God's not going to walk up to you and go, well done, good faithful servant. You made a lot of money. Well done, good faithful servant. You raised a good family. Or you built a good business. God's not going to say that to you. We are here to reflect the image of God. That's why God is in you. That's why God has placed you in those places. That's why he's put your neighbors near you. That's why he's put your friends. That's why you're there. Because God is calling them through you. You know, and we're, we're, we're just, I mean, we're so thankful that we get to go to Indonesia. I mean, not, not everybody, everybody wants to go. I mean, it's not, you know, when, when we've, we've gone, gone through struggles, struggles it's, it's not been easy. It's, it's been hard. 
there's, there's been, been times, and I think, think the times at most is when, 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 um, when, when, when you, you get, get sick, sick, because over there, when you get sick, you realize you're not in cans anymore. The medical, medical systems, systems are not very good over there. Um, but, but we're, we're so glad, because there's, there's nothing better than in seeing people come to Jesus. You know, my friend, I get a phone call, and he calls me, and, and he says, this is this lady from another faith who wants to, uh, wants to talk to you about Jesus. So I jump on my, my motorcycle. I love, I love motorcycles over there. You can go down one way, up the sidewalk. You can go anywhere you want. In the Bible, it says it, but I don't know if you... In, 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 in Galatians, you know, Galatians 5.22, you know, fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, right? That's, but 23, if you look deep in the Greek, deep in the Greek, it says against motorcycles, there is no law. You know, that's really what it's all about. And so anyways, I'm driving on the motorcycle and, and uh, you know, I'm praying and I'm saying, God, what do you have, what do you have for this? And, and, and God keeps saying, baptism, baptism. So I'm like so excited. So I get there. And uh, I tell my friend, get a couple shirts, get some shorts, get some t-shirts, because, um, you know, I, I believe this, this, this woman wants to get baptized, and she came and talked to her for about 20 minutes, and I could see that she wanted Jesus, and I just said, I could see you want Jesus, just pray, she goes, I don't know how to pray, I said, you just talk to me for 20 minutes, just talk to God the same way, and so she begins to just kind of just, just lay out this wonderfully beautiful prayer, and, 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 and we, were, we were talking in English, English at the time, and, and then all of a sudden she started, she, she changed the language, and I'm, I'm listening, I'm like, that's, that's not Javanese, that's not Indonesian, that's not Balinese, what? She got, got filled with, with the Spirit on the spot. Like, like God, God just poured out, out on her. For like 15, 20 minutes, she was just, she was speaking in tongues. And, 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 and like, she like, what's that? that? I'm like, don't, don't worry about it, we'll talk about that later, we'll deal with that later, don't worry. And she goes, can I get baptized? I'm like, yeah. Absolutely. And then we, 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 they were her husband, they were estranged, and then we, we reconciled them. And now in, in, they've invited their friends, they keep inviting their friends to their house, and, and they've seen 15 people at least of all faiths get baptized in their pool. And they said, we want to see 100 people baptized in our pool. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's, I just get excited about that. That's worth everything. That's worth all the travel we did, all the struggles we went through, just to see just to see uh, these two come to Jesus, it, it would be worth it all. You know, if there's only one, if you were the only person that Jesus uh, died for, he wouldn't think it was a loss at all. It would be great. Anyways, okay. So let's get into the words since, you know, I'm going probably longer than I'm supposed to go. I had planned to share something, but um, over the last couple of days, I really felt a change. So um, I have no slides because this is fresh off the boat. What do you have up there? I don't know what you got up there. Okay, don't worry about those things. Don't. Anyways, Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19. It says this, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. And a man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector and he was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and he climbed up a sycamore, uh, uh, sycamore fig tree and to see him since Jesus was coming that way. And when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your home today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. And all the people saw this and they began to mutter, he is going to be 
the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said, said to the Lord, Lord, uh, here I am. Uh, I, I will give half my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anyone out of anything, I will pay him four times the amount. And Jesus said, today salvation has come to your house because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save the lost. You know, I, I, I've seen this happen, and it, it's something that I, 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 I really agree. I want to I tell you what, what, this is what you're asking us to do. I just want to try to help you understand what you're asking us to do as, as a missionary uh, in, in the country I'm in. Imagine that you have, uh, you, you grew, grew up in a house. And your father grew up in that house, your father's father, your father's father. I mean, like six, seven, eight, nine generations grew up in that house, same house. And you have been Christian from, you know, your great, 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 great grandfather all the way up, right? You've been Christians all the time. And imagine that all your neighbors that all around you, same thing. They all know each other from years past. They know about their families. They, and you guys are all really, really close. You're, you're just like, you've been bonded together over 100 years. You've been together. And all of a sudden, you know, you're all Christian. And, and all of a sudden, you know, four Muslims walk up the street and start talking to your kids about Allah. What do you think that neighborhood, how, how do you think that neighborhood would respond? Not too good. They wouldn't like that. You would be disturbing them. You would be coming in with something foreign, something that they might not even like. Because they like, you know, you, you, you grew up Christian. That's exactly how you're, what you're asking us to do. These places that we go, generation after generation, hundreds of years, they've, they've, followed, uh, they've followed Allah. And you're asking us to come and try to introduce another God to them. It's very foreign, very different. That's why... Uh, I say this often, we decided a long time ago that we were just going to love people. See, if you love someone for any other reason but to love them, you don't love them. If you love them to convert them, you don't love them. You're a salesperson. That's all you are. Jesus loved completely. It says while, he, while we were enemies, while we were yet sinners, he died for us. Like, he, he, didn't, he didn't wait for anything for us to do. He did it all. And I believe that's what we see in this passage. And I want to share a few thoughts in this passage. Because there's, a, there's another scripture verse that kind of comes along with this. And that's out of uh, Matthew chapter 13. I think it's verse 53. It says this. It says, the kingdom of God is like a man who went searching for treasure. And when he found the land, right? When he found the land, he found, excuse me, when he found the treasure, he went away, he sold everything he had for the joy of it all. It says, for the joy, he, he sold it all and sold everything he had to buy the treasure. And, wrong answer. He bought the land. So the question is, and this is something the Lord kind of spoke to me uh, several months ago. He said, Donald, how much... How much dirt did this man buy versus how much treasure did he buy? Well, a whole lot of dirt. A whole lot of dirt. A lot more dirt than treasure. Here's Zacchaeus walking. You know, he's up in the tree. You know what his reputation was, right? He was a tax collector. 
tax collector, not well liked. Extortionists, guys who just, you know, they, they, they took and stole and they, they took more money than they were supposed to. They were not well liked. They were sinners. They had a terrible reputation. And yet, Jesus got these, all these people around him, right? And what is it? You know that verse? He leaves the 99 and he goes after the one. And he doesn't care about their reputation. He doesn't care how much dirt there is. He's looking for the treasure. You know, it's really hard sometimes. Have you ever noticed that? It's really hard sometimes when you see people that have lousy reputations. Do you want to hang out with them? Jesus does. Jesus goes after them. Jesus doesn't care. You know, I, recently there was this guy that I know, yeah, I'm becoming his friend, and, and, and like, you know, he, he's, his, his, he's on the internet. He's on the internet with a bad reputation. He, the, they will call him a scammer. So I shouldn't hang out with him, right? I shouldn't be with him. Why should I be with him? How can I dirty this thing and then be with someone who has such a bad reputation? See, we, we love, that's, that's why I'm telling you, you should, should go and, 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 and spend time with someone from another country. You should go and spend time with someone who is, is not maybe like you, who maybe even has a bad reputation. You know, I, I, don't, I don't agree with this statement. It's not in the Bible, so I, can, I don't have to agree with it. Uh, Jesus said, you know, to love the person and hate the sin. If you can't find something beautiful in someone, you'll never love them. You won't love them. You'll stay far away from them. If all you see is the dirt, you'll never go near them because you won't be searching for the treasure. You know, not only did, not only did Jesus find someone who had a bad reputation to go after them, he actually, he, he actually went into the dirty place. Today I'm going to your house. He didn't even, he didn't even wait for an invitation. Don't wait for an invitation. Find a way into the house of the person that you want to love. Oh, and guess what that place was? It was a place of a lot of dirt. Guaranteed there was a lot of drinking going on in that place. There was prostitutes there because that's what they thought of this guy. That's what he did. Jesus goes right in. You ever notice that Jesus... Now, follow me here. Jesus was quite comfortable around sin. I didn't say he sinned, but he was very comfortable around it. You know, I mean, we were standing with our friends, don't you use the Lord's name in vain in front of me. Sorry, I love you, Will. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, like, but that's what you do. Like, these, we, we expect people who don't know Jesus to live according to the standard of Jesus. They're blind, they can't even see. And we expect them to raise up, you know, to a certain level before we ever get close to them. You notice this man who was searching for treasure. I guarantee you his knees were dirty. His hands were filled, filled with dirt. Why? Because he's searching. He's got to dig. You've got to dig through all the junk to find the treasure in a person. You've got, you, can't be, you can't be worried about all those things. And, and obviously, you know, I'm not telling you to sin. That's not what I'm talking about. Matter of fact, if, if, if you are the light of the world, can I get an amen? 
Am I okay, okay here? here? Am, I, am I okay here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're tracking with me. me. I don't know. You know. You know. Can, can I get, I get an amen? Oh, I, I could. I like amen. amen. It gets me excited. Maybe that's, that's why you're not, not doing it. it. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> uh, you know, where, where was I? Oh, uh, where was I? I don't know where I was. Oh, if you're the light of the world, right? And if light goes into darkness... And, and the light, light is affected, affected by, by the darkness. darkness. It, it doesn't, doesn't say anything about the darkness. It says everything about the light. We are the infection. We are supposed to infect other people. We are the one who changes things. They don't change us. We change them. Not by making them change, but by loving them so much that they transform. And I had this one guy in our... In our and uh, he, he, was, uh, he was a Muslim brother, and, and uh, you know, every time I went to his city, I used to go visit him. You know, I was just his friend. You know, I was just his friend. And we just spent time together. And then when he'd come down to, to our island, he would come into, into, the, into, our, into our gatherings on Sunday morning. And uh, he kept saying, he goes, why every time I come, do I just keep crying? Every time I come, I just cry. You're just, you're just being touched by God, you know. And I just kept being his friend. I mean, he was, he was not, he was, he was definitely a party guy. And one time, I went to a party with him, and kind of, I was actually, you know, I was there, and I was trying to stay out of trouble, and and uh, you know. But he said, he he asked me, he goes, can you hang out with me? Can you just be with me, so I I don't get in any trouble? I'm like, sure, no problem. And so I kind of guided him through some things and told him. I would go over there if I were you. Stop talking to that woman over there. It's going to be causing you trouble. You know, and then finally, you know, finally one day, you know, he calls me. Now he calls me. He calls me because his girlfriend broke up with him and he was hurting and he didn't know what to do. And he calls me. And then I'm able to say, you know, hey, guess what? This is what I do when I'm hurt. I go to God. You know, I find his forgiveness. And, I, and I'm able to explain things to him. This is the way. This is the way we're supposed to do. We're supposed to love people. We're supposed to be their friend. See, in Zacchaeus, the, the third thing is you notice that he became. I believe that he became friends with him. He became his friend. You can be friends with people who don't know Jesus. You can sit with them. And I remember I used to play golf with this guy in, in Indonesia, and and uh, of course at the 19th hole they're always you know, you know getting drunk and uh, like he had come a couple of times to our Sunday morning gatherings and and uh, we we're sitting there and he's with his buddies and I'm there and, and and they're drinking away and all of a sudden you know he goes he goes to the other guys goes you guys should go to Pastor Don's church it's really cool and they all look me at me and, and I said, said I'm not going to tell, tell you what it's like, like. Go, go ahead you, you tell them Steve, Steve you, you tell them Steve goes oh it's really awesome, awesome. You, you come, come there and, and then they do karaoke on the screen and then they it's what, what it is. is. Anything, Anything but, but the, except, except for the, the bouncing ball, it's exactly what it is. Right? You know, you know and, 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 goes, and they have, have a really cool band, and people are really friendly, and then, then Pastor Don says some things, things that make you think. This is really, really cool. cool. Let, you know, just, we need to begin to care enough for people to stop being with them. And we need to go to them, not wait for them to come to us. Jesus didn't sit in heaven and wait for us to come to him. He came to us. 
We, we need, need to go, go to, to people. That's, That's why I'm just, just so thankful. You know, you know I, I love, love, I was, uh, anybody, anybody like, like fishing here? here? Anybody you like, you like, you like fishing? fishing? All right, you, you and I, I we're going to do, do a fishing, fishing contest. contest, okay? All right, you, you pick, pick the place you want to go, I pick the place I want to go, and we'll, and we'll see if we can catch the most fish in one day. Cape Cod, go to Cape Cod, I win, I win. I'm going to the fish market. I'm going to the fish market. All right, all right. You've got to go with this fish! You've you got to hang out with it. If you, you want to catch some fish, if you, you want to, if you want to catch, don't you want to catch, catch some fish? I like fishing. I like fishing. I love to see people. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't take them from the water uh, and bring them out of the water. We take them and bring them into the water and baptize them. I love fishing. Don't you like fishing? The only way is you've got to hang around people that haven't found him, him yet. And, and when, when you hang around them, you need, need to learn to be unaffected by a lifestyle that, that might not be the way you like it. But you, you need, need to love them and find Because once, once you find a treasure, and once, once you dig into someone, there's treasure in every person. There's, there's beauty in it. You've you got to dig. You've got to dig. And, and once, once you, you find it, it, you know, it, it might, might be a marred image of God, but, but once, once God, God goes, becomes beautiful. You know, you, you, you see me now. I mean, I was, I was a long-headed hippie freak. You know, I was, I was doing all kinds of stuff back then. But I had a guy who loved me, who would pull me out of, you know, I was in pot circles. And he'd pull me out and say, come on, let's go talk about Jesus. He didn't, he didn't know, know he was leading, leading the missionary to Jesus. I didn't know he was leading the missionary to Jesus. You don't know who you're talking to. You never know. But God does. And he is calling all of us. Not just, not just you know, Caroline. I mean, we're in Indonesia. But you are in your place. And God has called you there. To be a light to the nation. To reflect his image. All right, I'm, I'm going to close, close with this one more thought. thought. Um, I, I, don't I don't know, know your pastor. pastor. You, you, have, you have kids, kids right? Is, is, that, is that, that your son right there? Oh, that, that was beautiful, beautiful man. So, so your, your son, son was talking to my daughter, and your son was bragging about you. You didn't know that. He says to my daughter, he says, my dad, he can preach for one point for one hour. My daughter goes, that's nothing. My, My father, father can, can preach, preach for two hours, hours on no point, point at all. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just want to. I just want to. I just want. I want to show you something. It really, it's really maybe not totally related to what um, I'm talking about. But I just want to talk about you for a minute. What God, you know, what it's all about. So, does anybody have a coin? Anybody have a coin? Look at her coin. Raise your hand if you have a coin. You have a coin? Oh, you have one. one. Oh, she's, she's already got, got it up. up. You have, you have a coin? coin? No, no, I guess, I guess not. not. Whoever gets, gets the coin out, these are race. 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 race for the coin. Race for the coin. You got it. Okay, what do you got? What do you got? You have a quarter. Okay, you have a quarter. I have $20. Okay. You want to trade? You don't want to trade. You know, this is actually very, very interesting that she doesn't want to trade. She, she will, will 
this is a good example. There are some people who won't trade a quarter for $20. It's interesting. What do you have? You don't have a quarter? Anybody have a coin? Anybody want to trade? There's no trick here. There's absolutely no trick at all. There's, There's absolutely, absolutely no trick. trick. I guarantee you, you no trick. trick. You got a quarter? You got something? You don't need, need a quarter. I'll take a penny. penny whatever you got. You got, you got a penny. penny. Yeah, you want to trade. Why? Why? This, this is worth, worth more than, than that, that, right? It's worth, worth a trade, trade, right? Okay, see. see. <laughs> All right. Now, now this, this penny, penny, and I, I think, think a penny is actually more appropriate than a quarter anyway. This, this penny, penny represents your life here, here on earth. It's about what it's worth. Come on, let's be honest. Comes and goes. We think of the billions of people and the amount of time you have compared to the amount of time there is compared to eternity. A penny. That $20 bill doesn't even come close to representing what God gives you when you give him this life on earth. He gives you eternal life. He gives you so much. He gives you forgiveness. He gives you a brand. He gives you everything that you ever needed. If you will give him your life. Now, this is the thing that amazes me most. See, and actually, some people, you offer, I, I love you, don't get me wrong. It's a perfect example. There are people who will say, no, I want my life. I want my life. But, but see, what they, they don't realize is this. When God, God takes your life, He blows on it, cleans it up really nice, transforms it into the best, shiniest penny that you could ever imagine, and He says, here, have your life back. You get everything that God gives you and your life back. That's what Jesus does for you. Then He says, are you willing to serve me freely? Are you willing to choose to give everything I've given you? And you just, you just, you don't even have to give it back. But just will you use it for me? I think it's the most beautiful thing that God ever did. It blows my mind. So my question is: Do you? I, I, I like the way this. Preacher said, said it. We, we heard, heard it a few weeks ago, about a month ago now. He, he said, said this. He said, he said it's not, the, the question is, is not how, how much will you give to him. How much of you does God own? When I, I say about it, I say, man, there's a lot of me that God doesn't own. I let him borrow it sometimes. But I need to let him own everything. I'm not saying give up everything. I'm saying, God, this is your life. You recreated me, new birth. You've given me eternal life forever. No, I just want to give my life like as a sacrifice. You know, we're singing that song, Pour It Out Revival. How did that go? What's the words? It says, pour it out. I changed the words as we were singing it. Because it was pour, pour it out. Uh, God of revival, right? I was, I was singing, pour us out. Pour us out to the city. Pour us out. You know, use us to bring revival. Pour us out, God, unto the city. Let's pray.
You know, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's, there's somebody, somebody here. here. I, I, mean, I don't, I don't think, think your pastor's going to mind if I do this. this. Uh, maybe, maybe there's someone here who has never, ever, ever given their life to Jesus. They've, They've never, never made that exchange. And if, if you, you want to make that exchange this morning, if you, you say, man, I, I, want that, I want that 20 bucks. You know, I want what God has for my life. Why don't you just, you know, just raise your hand. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. If there's anybody here who's never given their life to Jesus, I'll pray for you. you got to ask. So I think, I think we, we all can, can pray, pray this prayer, prayer then. Have it all, Jesus. You can have it all, Lord. We give you our lives so that, Lord God, people can know you. Help us. Help us, Lord God, to not hold back one piece of it. Thank you for what you've done for us. 